Toby, how do billboards speak to each other? <laughs> Sign language. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be something to do with uh, the name Bill. I was in, I was really looking forward to that. Um, this is Sorry. good. This is still good. This is still good. <laughs> You're listening to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. Welcome to another episode of Battery Mates. It is our post World Series uh, episode. We've um, we've left it a little bit long. I don't know if people remember that there was a World Series recently. Uh, Toby and I are just getting ourselves out of our NLDS funk, or ALDS in your case, funk, and uh, starting to get back into baseball. Um, sorry if I sound even worse than usual. I've got a, um, a slightly unpleasant cold. Uh, Toby is letting the side down uh, by having a clean-shaven face, but that affects us less on a podcast. Toby, how have you been? I'm good, and I, I don't think it affects the, the listeners um, less on a podcast. I think they can tell. I think it comes through in my character, um, in my confidence, um and honestly this you can hear the scruff i'm playing with my scruff can you hear that it's kind of gross i do yeah. that a lot more with when i don't have a beard i mean it affects me more we do this over video chat and you look like shit <laughs> so it's, it's gonna put me off my game anyway we have got a, a good chat about the the world series um mm. i have to say I, I did not watch the world series myself mm. um but i did prepare for today's episode by uh watching all of the highlights for the first time very oh. exciting yeah it was yes. very exciting yeah yeah i probably <laughs> should have watched it at the time um and then uh, uh we're gonna uh, take a run through uh what people can expect uh in the in the off season uh as well as uh, what everyone's been waiting for the uh, uh, regular season and postseason contest results. Yeah, big big stuff. I mean, a lot of comp. Uh, I did a lot of computation going into this episode, um, and I had, of course, we had our, our friends at Price Waterhouse Coopers, um, you know, verify the results, and they've been holding on to the the envelopes um, for you know now uh, three or four days, and so I'm just excited to open these envelopes. I can't wait to see what's inside them. Yeah, um, it's a pretty dated joke. <laughs> it's gonna be moonlight gonna... we know moonlight's gonna end up being the winner so i think there's gonna be some controversy over the postseason uh contest but we'll get to that when we get to it let's let's start off with the world series should we do it around the, the horn i'm gonna set a timer oh the timer yeah of course yeah okay so i'm gonna go, i'll go first if you don't mind because I, I think this don't is mind. i think this is a good way to start this uh old car horn okay we're ready we're going okay so um my first one here is so if you were reading uh, articles on uh, MajorLeagueBaseball.com during the World Series or during the playoffs at all, you'll notice that they, uh, the, the writers included some in-story advertising. Um, so it was the, this was the World Series presented by YouTube TV. Uh, and so every mention of the World Series, of the term World Series, was followed by presented by YouTube TV in every article from some of the best baseball writers uh, on, on their, that platform. Uh, it's pretty embarrassing, I would imagine, for the journalists yeah. themselves. Um, but it, you know, the YouTube TV is not the worst. Uh, I think that NLCS presented by Camping World um, was probably <laughs> my favorite. I don't really know what to make of this. Um, you know, Craig Calcaterra had a really good piece about 
you know, not being against advertising and all that, and I'm not either. Uh, but this seems like particularly weird and dystopian. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not against advertising per se, but um, for it to, to to literally get in the way of yeah. being able to read something <laughs> to every single time it was mentioned, comma presented by T-Mobile. Yeah, right. It's just it just is too much. It's, it's too much. It's not right. And it, you know, something about when you know Joe Buck says. Um, you're watching the World Series presented by YouTube TV. That seems like a little bit more accepted or whatever it is, but I'm not used to seeing it written out, written word. It seems just yeah. bizarre. Um, anyway, how did you experience the World Series, Matthew? <coughs> me too. Excuse me. <laughs> um, uh, my World Series experience was was primarily done uh, via the written word as well and, and Twitter.com. Uh, we've been busy um, with uh, a few things. Uh, we're moving to England shortly, which we'll talk about some more at the uh, tail end of the show. Something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and also um, a young child who is um, uh, you know, teething and, and everything else. So I, I kind of I, I could not quite drag myself out of the funk to watch the games but i i did enjoy watching purely and solely via twitter and it i watched a ton of nationals games this year so it didn't quite strike me in the same way but you can you can watch a game and comfortably take on all of the key moves the key happenings the score changes um and the highlights on on twitter and twitter only because of the speed with which uh, interesting clips and particularly GIFs get online. And so it's not the same as watching it. It's not the same as watching it. But um, my my World Series experience was was Twitter.com based, and it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, you can also follow along uh, the the action of the World Series on YouTube TV. <laughs> no, I, you know my um, my next around the horn here. I, I don't know how we even call that. Um, the so I, I want. I'm not upset third, about the third horn. The, the, my third horn. <laughs> I'm not upset about the Astros winning the World Series. In fact, I'm pretty happy for the city of Houston for Battery Mates Nation um, fans of, of the the Houston Astros. But I'm not. Um, I, I just. I guess I'm upset that Sports Illustrated got this right. This whole, it's really cool that they picked the, the Houston Astros to win the World Series back in 2014, to win the 2017 World Series three years ago, three and a half years ago. Um, I just find it just all that, it's just so annoying that they finally got one of their predictions right. After, you know, being the victim of the Sports Illustrated prediction curse twice uh, as a Clevelander, I, I just feel like this is just, it's just really salt in the wound for um, for those of us who have been victims of sports illustrated i think but you, you know who else got it got it right before everyone else uh battery mates nation uh member aaron Lindsay called the astros uh last year so she was a year early before everyone else <laughs> yeah even better um, um there's no aaron Lindsay curse though as far as i'm, I'm concerned <laughs> <laughs> well she didn't help the astros last year did she maybe that <laughs> she was, did not that was her fault. um uh, my fourth horn we've reached the horniest bit of the opening. No, it's just, sorry. That's just, um, I want to talk about the Astros going to the white house. Um, it is probable. It's not definite, but it is probable. But by the time, um, they've organized it sometime early next year, 
that Donald Trump will still be the president of the United States. Um, I, I don't think impeachment is likely. I think the the cabinet may invoke the 25th Amendment. But let's just say for argument's sake that Donald Trump is still the president of the United States um, uh, uh, early next year. Um, he, he has no record at all of saying anything um, about the Astros during this season. He's a big baseball fan. He's tweeted a lot mm-hmm. about uh, baseball over the years. And I went and checked. He didn't tweet once about Houston um, uh, during the, the postseason. In fact, the only time he's ever tweeted about uh, the Astros was to abuse A-Rod, his tweet from the 1st of April, 2013. A-Rod's salary is more than the entire Astros. Half the players on the Astros will have better seasons than him. A-Rod is a joke. Um, in, in contrast, he has tweeted over the years about Pete Rose 19 times. So, I don't know. I think that's something for the uh, for the Houston players to bring up. Why why are they not getting any love from the, from the president over the years? Oh, yeah. If, in fact, they go and if, in fact, he is still the president. Well, and I hate to jump in with this, but Sports Illustrated actually, in their most recent uh, edition, has predicted the recipient of the 25th Amendment invoke invoking um it for 2019 so it's not it's it's probably you know their their track record is pretty good on their multi-year away predictions so (laughs) um should we go into a a kind of unconventional half-hearted attempt at empathy here yeah let's do it so for this one um we wanted we really wanted to have uh a dodgers fan uh who, who has experienced the pain um from losing the world series this is you know if you remember correctly we launched battery mates uh, shortly after the World Series in 2015, where we had a uh, a Mets fan, uh, Peter Bondi, um, and our, as our inaugural half-hearted attempt at empathy um, for someone who had just experienced a loss like that. So um, the natural choice was Jeff Gabriel. And um, Jeff was unavailable to join us on this episode, but he did issue a written statement. Um, and I think it's, this prepared statement, it says a lot. And, um, you know, it, you, the... Listeners at home should know Jeff uh, purchased tickets to Game 7 of the World Series on StubHub the night before, or b- before Game 6, so kind of on a limb and when, the, I guess, the prices were down. He actually got to watch his, watch his team uh, lose the World Series in person, so let's see. Um, let's see. Do you, do you want me to read this, Matthew, or do you want to? Why, why, don't, I, why don't I read it? Everything read. sounds better with a British accent. That's, that's British accent. You sound more like <laughs> Jeff to me anyway. Even, even with the gravelly called. Okay, my friends, we have come to the end of a long journey. The baseball gods have spoken, and they have spoken clearly. A little while ago, I had the honor of texting Ross Morales Roqueto to congratulate him on his Astros winning the World Series championship of a game that we both love. In a contest as long and as difficult as this postseason has been, their success commands our respect for their ability and perseverance except for Guriel because he's a classless racist ass. Given everything that has happened in Houston this summer, this victory is a great accomplishment and something extremely positive for the people of Houston. While the Dodgers didn't get the results I wanted, I'm not sure a lot of folks can say they've seen their team play a Game 7 of the World Series in person at home. Most importantly, I got to experience it with my dad, who's been bringing me to Dodger Stadium for the last 25 years. I was bummed about the outcome, but I'm so grateful for the experience. It's tough to have been that close and to have blown this opportunity. That said, I'm proud of my Dodgers, and I'm hopeful for the seasons ahead. As they used to say in Chicago, 
there's always next year. Wow, what a I mean, what a what a poet almost, you know. Regular He is our probably our poet laureate of um Battery Mates <laughs> Nation. <laughs> I um we give Jeff uh, a hard time uh, on this show, rightly rightly so I think because of um his his poor behaviour and and uh, bad dress sense and, and 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 a myriad of other reasons. But yeah. um I I was really impressed by his uh by his World Series content, um the the the, the endless videos of him pacing up and down during <laughs> games, <laughs> um and uh, you know joking aside the. The, the photos from uh, Game 7, uh, you know, I, I, I can speak from experience that um, those kind of moments with a, with a, with a dad uh, uh, are things you can hold on to uh, for a, a long time into the future. And, um, you know I, know, I know I appreciated times like that I had with my dad. And, and I think that was a special moment. And, and I was genuinely sorry for that reason that the Dodgers couldn't do it in in game seven but uh what a, what a special moment to be able to to hold on to into into the future I was on a text uh chain so I <clears throat> made the mistake of uh you know our pre-world series edition of battery mates I interviewed uh, Ross who's an Astros fan and, and Jeff who's a Dodgers fan and so I thought, oh, how fun would it, wouldn't it be fun to have a, a, a chain with three of us just during the World Series? Uh, that was a mistake, um, and and I, I realized that quite quickly. <laughs> um, you know, it was really fun for the person whose team was winning, uh, and there were, in some of those games they were so stressful, and they went back and forth that it was it was it was stressful for me, and I didn't have any a dog in the fight. You know, it was, it was stressful for me to be on that chain. Um, and uh, to their credit, both uh, both of them handled success with, I think, grace um, and uh, defeat with <laughs> uh, a, a little less grace, but still class. There was a lot of class on that on that text chain. Still, what a mistake! Don't ever do that. Um, if people don't, people also don't want. Even if they're friends, they don't really want to be experiencing <laughs> the World Series on a text chain together. The entire World Series, uh, yeah. which is one of the most stressful things I think you can go through. Anyway, so I subjected them to that, uh, and I apologize. But uh, uh, but it was one weird way to experience the World Series. I, I will say this. Jeff also saw Game 7 in the World Series in person, and it's it's disappointing that game didn't get to be like close. You know, like The rest of them had like so much weird back and forth, and that right. one was kind of... You know, for lack of a better term, boring. Um, yeah, so. I mean, I only watched I only watched the games properly in terms of uh, extended highlights and and so on today. So um, yeah, it was it was not the most interesting of the sets of highlights I watched. Right. <laughs> All right, that's the World Series. Enough of that nonsense. Uh, there's always next year. How about a word from our sponsor? Okay, you got it. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by. The MLB Offseason, presented by Chuck E. Cheese's. Cozy on up to the hot stove and enjoy all the intrigue around awards season, the Rule 5 draft, and of course, the winter GM meetings, as we count down the days until pitchers and catchers report to training camp. And feed that hunger for baseball news by chowing down on a pizza pie at your local Chuck E. Cheese's, where a kid can be a kid. Anyone legally around, <laughs> legally able to be around children can enjoy the wondrous sound of our famous animatronic band, the Pizza Time Players, which are currently being phased out at restaurants across the country. Thanks to the MLB Offseason presented by Chuck E. Cheese's, where a kid can be a kid, for supporting shows like ours. We couldn't do it without you. 
<laughs> All right, that's great. <laughs> All right, that's great. Uh, thank you very much to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, I've never personally been to a Chuck E. Cheese before, but um, people say great things, and um, I'm really enjoying the money they gave us for that sponsorship uh, segment. Yeah, it seems like they, they decided to stop investing in the electronic repairs to their um, animatronic band and uh, decided to invest it in you know the future, podcasts. I can't believe I'm never going to be able to go to a Chuck E. Cheese with an animatronic band in it again. Oh, I, I guess I'm, I'll be the, visiting America from yeah, time to time. The good news is they're going to be phased out over the course of several years. So oh, great. Um, it takes a while for, I think they probably have one employee going around to every chain and like personally <laughs> assembling them. <laughs> That'd be a great job. You know, you're in a bar getting into a conversation with someone. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm in marketing. What do you do? I'm the guy that goes around the country disabling the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic bands. <laughs> cool job, dude. You you have to turn off the power first. Otherwise, they, <laughs> they, could, they could turn on you. Um, if they're still electrified, who knows what could happen? Um, is, dangerous. Is Chuck E. Cheese, I don't know a lot about Chuck E. Cheese. Is, is this a character made of cheese? No, Chuck E. Cheese is a rat. Um, oh. Which, when you think about it, not not the most appealing. Character. Yeah, I don't like I don't like rats. Yeah, especially for someone who would live in a city. You know, Chuck E. Cheese is a rat um, who I guess loves cheese. Uh, and I, I guess, thought mice love cheese. I think all rodents love cheese. Okay. I think all mammals love cheese. I love cheese. Yeah, who doesn't love? Cheese? I mean, I, there's some. Vegan folks and lactose intolerant people out there who are are currently going to the lactate. But um... this is the current. Uh, <laughs> this is the kind of content that Chuck E. Cheese pays top dollar for, uh, and we're we're happy for their support. Let's get on to the um, the postseason and the regular season contests. The first thing I want to do is announce. I don't think we've officially announced this before. We have uh, a prize for the winner of each of these two contests, which is a, a baseball signed by Jason Kander the first millennial elected to a statewide office um, and new host of a podcast on crooked media. They, they managed to poach him from us uh, (laughs) after uh, his pilot episode recently. Um, We were in negotiations to sign him to a long-term deal and um, crooked media swept in. Well, you know, it's again, it's the big market teams that can come in and, you know, they have more money to spend. You know, know, we had the fan base, I think uh, that made a lot of sense. I mean, we certainly have been, uh, very loyal to uh, Jason over the over the, the several weeks, and uh, but that's you know that's the market. You can't blame Jason for going to, no, to for taking the, the best offer on the table. So um, yeah. you know we had a lot he, of heart, he, but they he had those, uh, uh, money. He wanted those pinstripes, um, but we do have the signed baseballs. Um, so let's let's start with the the. Why don't we start with postseason? Yeah, I mean, this it's a more interesting one. Yeah, this was um, who got Jason's one of Jason's balls. <laughs> So four people correctly picked uh, the World Series winner, um, and I want to give shout-outs to all, all four of them. Uh, Seth Resnick, uh, Dave Duberstein, Carrie Jeremiason, and Ross Morales-Riquetto, um, who all four picked uh, the, the Houston Astros as, as our World Series winner. Only Seth got both teams and the winner correct. Now, one would think, oh, so he won, right? Um, he must have won. He surely, he he surely both won. Both teams and the winner? That means he got the, the CS games Right too. Yeah, he yep. must. He must be the winner, surely. Well, I, I think um, 
that there, some would some would argue that that should be the case. Um, but if actually, most votes. If you get the most votes in an election, yes, then you win the election. That's how it works. Isn't That's it? how it That's works. Yeah. He got the most. He got the most results right. Well, we Come need on. reform. Explain, we need we, we need reform. The mates electoral college here, Toby. Come on. Clearly, we need reform. The electoral college picked Dave Duberstein. <laughs> Um, who correctly named George Springer as the World Series MVP, the only person to do that. Uh, And and that gave him a one-point victory over Seth. One could argue that the World Series MVP shouldn't be worth four points um, and shouldn't be worth more than picking the the National League pennant winner. Uh, And I think both of us would agree with that. But um, But the rules were on the – they knew the rules going in. That's all I'll say. Everybody did yeah. so, and and we are a rules based system. We we are. It has to be Nation rules. This isn't Nam. Yeah, you know. So congratulations to Dave Duberstein for for winning one of Jason Cander's balls, and commiserations to Seth Resnick who now joins Al Gore and Hillary Clinton as uh, <laughs> uh, people that can forever say they they won uh, a moral victory, even if they didn't uh, get the keys to the White House forward slash one of Jason Cander's balls. <laughs> Uh, but it was a, it was, a, it was a, it was, I thought it was pretty impressive to have uh, to four, four out of the uh, the the entry uh, pool getting the um, the the final result uh, correct, and uh, I think there were there were quite a few people uh, involved uh, quite a long way through the Nationals going out uh, and the NLDS uh, knocked a few people out of contention, but other than that, I think people had a good a good showing. Yeah, I mean, most of Battery Mates Nation picked either the Nationals or. I think it was something like most people picked either the Nationals or the Indians to win, and the, the, the more than half. <laughs> and uh, suck ups. So that yeah, the suck ups, right? And so when that didn't happen, um, it left the people who were picking with their brains, um, and uh, that was, uh, you know, that's um, that's how you win. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, should we take a look at the 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 preseason, the regular season, um, the main contest, which uh, is is a. Uh, a few more people entered, and we had a, a range of strong results across the piece. Do you want to yeah. <clears throat> this open was the tough. envelope? Yeah, this was tough because, you, you know, we we talked a little bit about how many people got the regular season portion of this um, predictions right uh, a couple episodes ago. And there were a lot of people who were within five wins um, of their team's final performance. Um, and, and I think I, <clears throat> maybe half of the entries got their teams, um, whether they made the playoffs, right. Um uh, now, that's where the success kind of uh, breaks off. We only had one. Um, we only had one person uh, pick the Astros to win the World Series, uh, and we uh, we also only had one other person to have the Astros in the World Series. So, not that that's the final. That should be the final indicator who who will get the the, the, the breadth of the prediction predictions right, but. Uh, and no one had Astros Dodgers uh, in the World Series. A few people had the Dodgers winning, um, but so I think the the finalists here uh, had the strongest both regular season for their own team predictions and the the, the playoffs um, finalists go to and I you know I don't have a, a, a you know we don't have a drum roll here, but uh, John Hagner uh, had a great great performance and he picked for both the Cubs and and the Nationals, so that's not easy. Um, Ross Morales Riquetto had a pretty perfect, uh, pretty perfect ballot, I would say, beyond not picking the Dodgers. You know, he had uh, the Cubs, so really close um, to, to to actually having 
to nailing it. Um, he came within only a couple games there, and then and the NLCS presented by Capping World. Um, and then we had some other strong performers: Pete Kroll, uh, Alex Wall, Tim Tagaris, Will Baskin Gerwitz. All had really, uh, really good uh, combo ballots, and really close on their own, their own teams, and then had a really credible picks in the for the, for the, the pennant winners. Um, but gotta say, we have to give it to Ross Morales Riquetto, um for his being the only person to have picked the Astros to to win the World Series. So. Ross Morales Riquetto, you have earned one of Jason Kander's balls. Yeah, I mean, he's he already has got a World Series under his under his belt. Now he's got um, the Battery Mates Nation regular season contest um, prize. That's that's huge for for him. So congratulations, David Dubistein, uh, Ross Morales Riquetto. We will um, get those balls stuffed and stamped, and uh, your balls will be in the mail. Yeah, and so look for... I do like I, do, I like balls jokes, don't I? No, I'm if sorry. They're, strong, they're really. Can good. you do too many? I don't think you can do too many balls jokes. I think you can have too many. Uh... Mm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Dave and Seth. I think these contests are my favorite um, thing we do during um, the season, and uh, we'll make more of even more of the regular season contest next year, including I think introducing some hard and fast rules so we didn't have to <laughs> just like guess at who we should have as the winner they're we're already also... starting change.org petitions to reform our <laughs> our process so yeah it's time i think seth is probably on his way to battery mates nation tower with some a, a mob of people with pitchforks and torches not tiki torches i hope no not tiki torches <laughs> no. be racist no, there'll be torches. The torch app on your iPhone is what they're using. <laughs> um, before we wrap, I want to give uh, some some shout outs. Maybe this is a new segment. Probably not, though. Battery Mates announcements, <laughs> our classified section. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> shout outs galore uh, to Battery Mates, Battery Mates Nation. Um, the past few weeks slash several weeks saw some incredible victories for uh, for several members of Battery Mates Nation. Uh, including the official resistance organization of Battery Mates Nation, Run for Something, which was co-founded by two uh, Battery Mates listeners who were inspired to start the organization by listening to one of our shows. I'm told uh, Amanda Littman, <laughs> Ross Morales, Riquetto. <laughs> um, also, congratulations to longtime listener uh, Justin Baraski uh, for his his uh, wedding this weekend uh, to Lauren Durham. Uh, that was a pretty exciting affair in in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and also, I think at some point back there, uh, Jeff Gabriel uh, got married too. I that's what I heard on ref- the, the the AP wire. People have been saying that. Many people have yeah. been saying that. Huge congratulations to uh, uh, all of them, and um, I, th- you know, Ross and, and Justin and Jeff have been um, uh, been staunch supporters over the course of this year. Um, Justin, I think, is probably one of only two or three people that that listens to literally every single minute of every single episode, which is more than either of us do. So, and and, and feel empowered, and they are, uh, and all of you are, to provide feedback, uh, and I think we get yes. more feedback from those, that group. Um, but you know, if you're listening and I, I, you want to change the rules or you want to comment on Matthew's accent, you know, feel free to shoot us an email or tweet at us. Please give us feedback. Justin sometimes provides me feedback on an episode within an hour of it posting, (laughs) which given a lot of our episodes are 30, 40 minutes long is incredible. Um, So congratulations to Justin. Congratulations to Jeff, uh, Amanda and Ross. Please, please, please save this country from destruction. We really appreciate everything you're doing. 
early early returns on that effort look good um, and talking of uh the nation uh, uh <laughs> i mentioned earlier at the, at the top of the top of the show and i think maybe in a previous episode um i am relocating uh, temporarily i think but uh for at least as long as several uh, uh baseball seasons to the uk um uh we're moving at the end of december and so i'll be watching um i'll be watching baseball either only the one o'clock and four o'clock games because of the time difference or i'll be watching early morning west coast games uh which will start (laughs) i'll be able to get up for the eighth and ninth innings at 6 a.m in the uk um so it's going to be a strange uh baseball watching experience and we're also going to change up the battery mates uh format um to account for the fact that i'll be um even further away from from toby who um you know physically further away but obviously you're always in my heart wherever i am (laughs) Um, so we're gonna we're gonna be doing some something a little different next year. Number one, uh, we're gonna have some guest hosts who will join Toby for uh, regular season, regular episodes. I won't be able to do all of them. I'm still going to uh, uh, host um, uh, from time to time, um, but we'll have a, a, a range of co-hosts, including um, you know Kate Samen London, who's 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 done this before, and I thought was actually better than me. So something to look forward to. Better than both of us. Yeah, yeah, definitely much more prepared than both of us put together to to speak about the topics we'd agreed to speak about and then didn't do anything for ourselves. Uh, And then in addition, um, I'm going to become more of a roving reporter. We've done some um, um, episodes where I went and interviewed the curator um, at the Brooklyn Historical Society about the Jackie Robinson Museum, the curator of the baseball cards exhibit at the Met Museum. And we'll be doing a few more of those over the course of the off season and and into next season. I've got some ideas of the kind of um, interviews and, and features um um i'm i'm planning to do but we're also keen to hear what what you guys want are there people that you would want us to try and uh, uh talk to um josh Ernest, uh, one of the um uh, most avid baseball fans to ever grace the the podium is someone we could uh, we could talk to next year uh, uh there are um uh, more of the interviews we did uh, like the one with the uh, the 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 color commentator from the oklahoma yeah. uh, uh city dodgers uh, what did you enjoy from the last couple of seasons? What do you want to hear from uh, in the future? Please email us, thebatterymates at gmail.com, post on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash batterymates, or tweet us um, at battery underscore mates. Um, so it's going to be a little different next year. I'm going to sound probably even more British than I do now, given I'll be back amongst <laughs> my people. Um uh, but I'll, I'll be back in the U.S. Uh, from time to time for work, so I'm I'm hoping to time that around um, Nationals games. In fact, I said to my I said to my new boss uh, for the new job, um, I'm, I'd be happy to oversee U.S. work uh, where it was helpful, as long as I could time trips around <laughs> Nationals games. I thought, as I was saying, I thought, me, this sounds a little unprofessional for a job interview, but um, <laughs> he was okay with it. So game on. Uh, well, that, that's and let's be clear. Most of this, these changes, we're doing because we don't want to be uh, hostage to your schedule, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your 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 rigorous uh, t- and the time time difference. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but that's uh, all. It's very exciting stuff. I'm really excited to um, uh, talk to somebody else <laughs> for uh, on the regular, um, and to not have you go away. I guess is good. Um, <laughs> Oh, but it's, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what everybody else thinks uh, about baseball over there in England. Um, but the next time you hear us, 
We'll be here in the middle of off-season coverage. Uh, just the most exciting stuff. Uh, we're currently 95 days away from uh, pitches and catches reporting to spring training. So, um, gosh, the next time you hear from us, it could be like 70 days. Who knows? 85. I don't, it'll be it'll be so much more so much closer. Huge, uh, huge. huge. But um, I will say uh, we'll go, we're in our off-season mode now. We'll probably be uh, publishing, publishing, posting. What do we? What do you call? Um, uh, publishing. Publishing. Yeah. Uh, once every you know month or so, uh, back in our uh, the way we we set up originally for the off season. So be excited for that. We'll be right in smack and dab in the middle of the GM winter meetings um, next time we 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 meet on this internet. But uh, until then, that's the bowl game. <laughs> <laughs>